I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome along, everyone. It's the Short Ball with Scotty and Ellie, and it is the 28th of May. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday is an odd day for me. Why is it an odd day? I don't know. I never get excited about a Tuesday. I get excited about seeing you, of course, but uh, I never get excited about a Tuesday. I just It's an in-between day. It's not hump day. It's not Monday. It's not even Thursday. You know, Thursday's got one more day to go until the weekend. Tuesday, nothing day. Forever Tuesday morning, great Kiwi song by the Mockers, Andrew Fagan. Yeah, no, Tuesday. I don't mind Tuesday, actually. You know why? Why? Because it's a nothing really day. I can't fail. <laughs> you set a low bar and you live up to your expectations. <laughs> I love that. No, nah, it's a funny old day. Let's get on with it. Okay, I'll mate. Start um, it. I'm going to start the uh, short ball today. We've got a couple of issues. So I've got a couple of questions to throw at you today on the short ball, Ali. I'm going to start, though, with uh, claims made by serial uh, uh, air offender Phil Kearns about uh, the Jaguares. He says the Jaguares have hoodwinked Sanza and should be kicked out because they're basically the Pumas masquerading as a club team. Uh, this, funnily aerial, enough, this, this yes, serious Phil Kearns being a serious aerial offender. No, a serial air offender. Air offender. Yeah, it sort of sort of means that he's quite athletic and can jump in the air, but no, no, these is the, the, the Taringas, <laughs> not not that air. Quite the opposite. I don't yeah. think he could move that fast anymore, could he? No, no, look, I'm not sure about how fast he can move. I don't want to yeah. make claims about his athletic prowess. What I'm saying <laughs> here is this claim is so full of shit. And this comes after the Waratahs were dusted up at home by the Hagwaris. Which comes as no surprise. It's coincidental that only after your Waratahs have been dusted up, you come out and say the Hagwaris should be kicked out of the competition. The Hagwaris are the success story of Super Rugby expansion, surely. Correct. And I say that he's saying these things because of their success. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you look at it, would you have wanted the Hagwaris to end up and be like the um, Sunwolves? No. Where they're not successful, or one of the South African teams that have gone already, mm-hmm. and then we're back to, you know, Super 8s, because there's only, you know, one Australian team, five New Zealand teams, and two South African teams. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, so he can't have his cake and eat it too. Nope. Um, I think, yeah, they are the success, and they did not They did need to do what they did in terms of put some good talent in there, uh, recruit big time, and, you know, to get those guys back, they had to make a 
pretty decent stand. But the thing is, they haven't hoodwinked anyone. They always said that we want to have the best players in Argentina yeah. playing here as opposed to playing in French club rugby or English premiership. That's where they wanted their players. That was the purpose of it. Correct, build, right. Build, build their game. So, I mean, I think they're achieving their mandate. And... Um, Phil Kearns is achieving his mandate by still having an opinion, um, whether it's, it's right or wrong. But he's got a so great mandate. He does, yeah, great yeah. an opinion. I, I really like the Hagwaters. I mean, I, I cannot believe they're top of the table, and they're top of the table by some margin. I mean, it's, it's a three-point margin. Yeah, there you go. Look at that oh, over really the Sharks. Smart. I think the Hagwaters. <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to make a bold. Can I make a bold prediction? Make the semi-final. They're going to make the final. The final. Yeah. So they have a home semi, a home if they, quarter. If they top the side, they get a home quarter. And if they still go through, they've got three more games remaining, remember. Do so they get a home quarter or is it a home semi? Home quarter. Don't the two teams... Oh, no, because it's eight, isn't there? Yeah, sorry. I know my game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're going good, buddy. So they... Uh, home quarter, well... Home quarter, if they win that, and depending on what their ranking is, they could still get a home semi. If they are... That would be awesome for right? uh, Argentinian. And I wouldn't want to, yeah, and I wouldn't want to go to Buenos Aires nah. to play a semi-final or a quarter-final for that matter. You could see the Juarez, Juarez making the final this year. Against? The Crusaders. The Crusaders in uh, Christchurch. 100. And then it would be a blowout. Probably. Be like <laughs> 70 <laughs> points. Probably, but hey. Because they can't, they wouldn't be, they don't go too well. Have they played the Crusaders? Juarez? Don't know. No, I don't think so this year. It'd be interesting um, to see how they went down in Christchurch. Like it's a very this time of year, it's a very slippery old yeah, spot. And, yeah, and uh, you know they play an expansive style with their flair of football in there. It's, it's, it's so pretty, good. Some footballing flair. Yes, they've uh, made up for the fact that they can't scrummage for shit these days by having a great backline. What's that all about? How how do you just turn on a dime? But you, I mean, when you first played Argentina as an All Black, oh, they, they could scrum, there. right? Oh yeah. But well, I don't know what's going on. I they, they don't have the same scrum and forward prowess as they used to, do they? No maybe way. Maybe because well, they're focused more on skills. Maybe. You know, their front rows and second rows need to have more skills and uh, athletic ability rather than um, just that big raw bone meat headedness to smash people. I still love Agustin Crevy though. He's good, isn't he? And oh, then, he's so good. He he's literally in my, he's my hero in rugby. And Emiliano He's your fan. hero. Yeah, I love Creevy. Oh, that's I mean, awesome. The man's got no neck yeah. at all. None. <laughs> I once saw him. Um, the, the reason I, I love him is not just the way he plays, because I think he's extraordinary in the way he plays the game, um, although he's been battered and bruised. And he has. He's oh. coming to the end of it. Do you remember the uh, Nelson test uh, against Argentina? Kevin Mialamu came off the bench... Uh, that day, and Agustin Creevy, first thing that Kevy had to do was throw a line at him, which is yeah. a shit time to sub a hooker anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it's Kevy, he can handle it. Yeah. And this goes back, what, four or five years? Can't remember. Creevy walked over to the sideline and shook his hand. <laughs> and said, hey, mate. Yeah, and like, welcome. Welcome mate, to well, the field. Welcome to the field. Uh, it That's was just such cool, an eh? awesome gesture. And it just showed how much respect he had for Kevin Mulamu. And yeah. I think in turn, um, players would have to love what Creevy does. It's He's got so much respect for the uh, for the game. I think. Yeah. You know, what I mean, what he did that like you always it always takes a fundamental or a cornerstone or a pivotal person mm -hmm. to make something happen, and he's been that one for the Jaguares and for um, for, Argentina. for Argentinian rugby. You know, because yeah. he came back, he said, "Yeah, yeah, put it around me. I'll be the captain, and you know, I'll show these guys what to do. The young and the old. I'll bring some old guys back to hang out with me and have a few red wines, <laughs> and um, you know, so I'd say that." You know, the success is on him and, you know, Nicholas um, Sanchez, mm -hmm. Nico Sanchez. I think he 
was also fundamental. I mean, he's, he's moved on now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a good story. Thanks, Phil. Wasting our time. Thank you very much, my good friend. Um, it's not the Blues here. Can we go there? <sighs> Gee, they got... They got it, that was... It was like watching beef getting ground in an abattoir that game. What you know, a tough just, old thing, eh? Remember those yeah. those beef grinders that your parents used to have? They vice them onto the bench oh. and then they shove the yeah, like to make shepherd's pie. It's oh. one of those one of those moments. It was just, just a grind, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was the conditions just, just didn't meat. they couldn't sort of handle them. I actually just bumped into Leon McDonald um, in the cafe there and um, we were talking through life and all its challenges. Well, how long did that take? Oh, about seven minutes. Okay. And then we we're talking through the challenges and then, you know, we all face different challenges. He talked about, I said, yes, but yours is one monumental challenge in coaching the Blues. It's just a tough old gig. I don't know why it's so hard. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. It, but, I just, but I, you know, in the middle of the season, they could grind a victory. It's yeah, just hard. It just, they just move so quickly. So I was talking on a radio station yesterday and, and one of the correspondents on the conversation was wondering if Leon McDonald had been given this job too quickly. I, I don't buy that. No, no, it's Second, bullshit. that guy's done a hell of an apprenticeship with Tasman under Kieran Kane. Yeah. He's worked under Razor at the Crusaders. He's been, you know, he's a 100-game Crusader himself. He, he knows footy. No, no, no. I he's... don't think he's been given this too early, but... He knew from day one this was going to take more than a season. Yeah. To get this team from a let's perform on our day and when we do we'll win to let's perform every day. And that's from the moment we get up to the moment we go to bed. That That's the performance to me that the Blues lack at the moment. And it's I think the, he's getting there. Like I don't think I don't think he's put the season down to um, a complete failure. I think there's been some... It can't be considered a failure yeah. for the Blues. They've won more. They've won five games this year and they've still got a game in hand over the Highlanders, the Chiefs and the Crusaders. Yeah. Technically speaking, they're not out of the mix. Not out of the mix. But, I mean, I, it's just one of those things. He'll slowly build. He'll, you know, he won't lose many of his squad. He's, I mean, he's going to lose Nanai um, and maybe one or two others, but he's not going to lose a lot of his squad. Mm. Those boys are going to build... I think you'd put it down to a pretty successful season for them. Speaking of Milani Nanai, his second on Richie Moanga, you went down at the game on uh, Saturday night, were you, down at the Crusaders no, game? No, I had um, <coughs> seven kids for seven a sleep, kids. Seven kids for a sleepover. Why? Carnage, because I love it. It's just magic watching them. My house is absolutely upside down, and they just love it, running around, jumping on beds, following each other, what were getting you, what were tantrums you to the, the time? schools. I was having dinner. I had a few mates over for dinner. So you had mates over for dinner. Yeah, and then and they, they all buggered off at about, what, 8.30, 9 o'clock? Yeah. And then I had all the kids. What did you do? You just let them run? <laughs> yeah, well, mate, I'll tell you what we did. <clears throat> we locked downstairs and we turned yeah, off all so the lights. you locked the kids in and turned off the lights. Look, this is Parenting um, 101, but it's not in the book. It's in My Parenting 101. Sure, carry on. And I, um, I can't wait for that to come out. I got a box of uh, glow sticks. And I put the little sound system down there, and they were do 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 with glow sticks. They so you locked it. them downstairs, turned the lights off, gave them glow sticks, yeah. and then pumped in house music. Yeah. <laughs> they loved it. They absolutely <laughs> loved it. They were like, Shh. but I tell you what, it took me oof, not an hour to get them all to sleep. Oh, 100%. Poor well, you, you I, lost, I lost one. Well, you lost one. I lost one because I had to give the old SOS. She just wasn't going to sleep. 
So I even I was doing the old cuddles and it's all right. And then I was like, hey, mama, come pick up your kid, mate. This is not oh, working. Oh, no good. Yeah. It's not working. So I, I didn't think I did too bad. I lost one out of seven. So um, When you said, I thought, yeah, I, sorry, I thought you meant you actually lost Oh, no, kid. no, 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 no. <coughs> My house is safe and secure. So okay. Um, it was really cool. And then we woke up. We had pancakes. Cooked them pancakes. I'm like average cook but shit I got some good energy and some good effort and I put the music on that's all the kids want to see eh? they just want to see a bit of effort try to whip the cream and all that sort of stuff I was like and then the ghost said so how did you do the pancake mix I said that's well out of my comfort how did did you do it mate I just bought that packet and you just put milk in it or water in it and then shake it up (laughs) the kids just love it yeah so, so you um, made them packet pancakes. Packet pancakes. Let's recap on the sleepover. You locked them in a dark room. You gave them glow sticks. You pumped in house music. You basically turned your place into a club for seven-year-olds. And then you made them process packet pancakes the next morning. And you had to send one home. Yeah, so we're in a, in a ranking. One, one out of ten. Ten being superb, Graham Henry. And uh, one being uh, not so good. Where do you think I sit? No, I'm, mate, I'm giving you an eight out of ten. Anyone who, actually, exactly. anyone who actually puts their hand up and says, yes, I'll have seven children in my house is a champion. My room, my room is still upside down. Yeah, see, flipping heck. I remember talking to you. Know you go into airline lounges at yeah. airports, and I, I remember talking to the concierges of, um, and this is why I think this is remarkable. One of the concierges at uh, Air New Zealand's lounges. I said, you know, if a, if a woman comes in with with three kids, you know, you guys should really be offering to make her a cup of tea. She's she's having a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> if a Tough guy comes into your lounge with three kids. You should be removing his belt and shoelaces. I mean, he's having the worst day of his life. <laughs> dudes don't handle, dudes don't handle no, large they, numbers of children. Men don't. are incapable of the patience required. So that's why I'm quite staggered that oh, you've yeah. put your hand up for this. I love it. I, what sort of brownie points are you earning? Because there's an ulterior motive here. No, there's not. No? Genuinely, there's not. It gives me happiness. It gives me um, <laughs> Jesus. A, bit of, a bit of comfort. Hey, I, I think the funny thing is... Um, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is probably a, uh, sits with New Zealand rugby. Is I got to a stage where I remember playing and I was stalking with Steve Hansen. And he's You're like, stalking with Steve Hansen? Talking okay. with Steve Hansen. I had a big you've breakfast. Got, you've got to clarify that. I had a big breakfast. Yes. Um, and I was talking with Stephen Hansen. Um, and he's like, look, mate, you know, your role in this team has changed. You're mm. not the number one lock. You're 
maybe two, you're maybe three, you're maybe four. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, but with that comes different responsibilities. Don't look at it like you've just gone further down the track. You've, you've got different responsibilities. And that's when you sort of, you get that moment and this is what the Crusaders do, what the All Blacks do is we're, senior players go, yeah, I accept it and I accept the responsibility and you move to more, uh, I wouldn't say an inspiration, but you move to more a guiding light or a mentoring a, a role, mentoring role mm. around inspiring, around um, passing on your your techniques, your habits, good and bad and that sort of stuff. And that's what I sort of see with kids. And so I like with my kids and others' kids, you sort of, you see them, you, you love seeing, you get reward out of watching them grow, watching them evolve, watching them make mistakes, watching them, and, and I don't know, it's really weird, but I just love it. I love watching a, you know, my youngest daughter just getting the confidence enough now to jump as high as she can and then land on her bum on the bed. It's just like, yeah, quite cool, eh? And, you know, and falling off the bed and all those little, little things. But so uh, What have you done with Ellie? Who are you and what have you done with Ali Williams? I think is, I mean, that's the deepest I've heard you get in a long time. I'm actually really impressed. I really enjoyed just listening to that. Ali's always been here. Yeah. It's just on a rugby field, I go a little weird and, um, you know. Well, I agree with you, but mate. It's a guy, I've actually always it's, been here. There's depth. There's depth to you. I love you, Tim. <laughs> you're, like a, you're like a swimming pool, one of those ones where people sit in all day at a bar and never get out to go to the bathroom. Head and, oh. head and charms. That means, that means I'm so rancid at the end of the day. Oh, <laughs> no, mate. I need to drain myself of everyone's <laughs> that was, badness. That was the worst analogy that I could was possibly have You're Sorry, like mate. a swimming pool that people sit in and piss in all day. You're a hell of a guy, Ali. Hell of a guy. <laughs> mate, I, 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 need, to be, I need to be re-coated. Re I don't know what, no. What other rugby stuff do we have to talk about? Well, I wanted to talk about the fact that uh, this is the question I wanted to ask you today. Sarah's into the final of the Premiership against uh, Exeter, who have been yep. uh, a great team. I think it's their fourth straight final for the Chiefs. What a story for the Exeter. Massive, right? Um, but, but I'm going to stick with Sarah's because Sarah's are the you know, they're European champions. They're going to probably win this game as well. Um, and there are, uh, I guess, parallels in Super Rugby with the Crusaders. Having been so dominant for so long, you always know pretty much that the Crusaders are going to be in that finals mix. Mm -hmm. You know in the Premiership, over the last decade that the series are going to be in the mix. Yeah. Is it bad for a competition to have a team uh, that is that dominant, that uh, almost 80% uh, of results are fait accompli, or at least seemingly so? It's not bad if you're in that team. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's great if you're in that team. If you're yeah. in that team. Um, I think for the competition, it does reduce that element of unknown. It does, you know, I mean, ticket sales when the All Blacks go through with a World Cup sort of reduce, but when they get knocked out in the quarterfinals in 07, then they just catapult because everyone wants to see, everyone wants history, to see right? and goes, mm -hmm. where's it going to go? So I think in terms of creating a competitive and a fan-oriented, um, no, not Fan engaged, yeah, a real fan engaged competition. It's hard when you've got such a dominant team, um, but then you think and you say, "Well, look at, look at the management, look at the ownership, look at that sort of stuff." They have channeled it. Like Sarries mm. has spent big, big money sure. from years and years and years. So is Toulon, big, big money, years and years and years to channel that success. And now they're getting the success. It'll drop off. I mean, Toulon. They're not even in the top 14 um, playoffs this year. Um, didn't make the uh, European Cup for the first time in 
over the last eight years, nine years. Um, so it does, it does move. Um, yeah, I don't. Is it good? I prefer it the other way. You like where you fully even. Fully even, yeah. where you don't have a dominant team. But you can't guarantee that in any competition, can you? But you can do things to put in place the fact that, hey, you can't stockpile town or you can't spend that much money. I mean, I know in a private system it's hard, and guys want to go where success is, right? Yeah. This yeah. is why the Crusaders are able to recruit players. Well, everyone wants to go down there. Yeah, because you want to go and be yeah. part of a winning organisation. Yeah. 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 It's hard. I mean, I... I, I take nothing away from Sarah's or the Crusaders. They've earned the right to be in yeah, those, exactly. in those exactly. finals year after year. Hey, uh, speaking of the Crusaders, Chiefs taking on the Crusaders this week from Suva. Suva. I've been up a couple of times to that Suva. game. It's a, it's a great occasion, great yeah. for Fiji. Here's a question for you. If you could take a game of Super Rugby anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, where would you take it? And I bring this up because the AFL, St Kilda is playing a game this weekend in Shanghai. Shanghai? In Shanghai. They are taking the AFL to China. What on earth are you trying to do there? <laughs> Isn't that so, a massive contradiction? Well, I don't care. I don't know. I don't know who's well, China's, China's, China's produced one tall person in the whole... Like, Yao Ming's pretty Yao tall. Yao Ming, that's what I mean. Yeah. They've only produced Yao Ming. <laughs> I mean, who else is tall in China? So, I mean, do you, what, be, you don't have to be that tall, do you, for AFL? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it helps if you're a rather. So you do, don't you? Well, I mean, yes. Yeah, well, if the ball kicked everyone. in the air, right. If the ball's kicked in the air and the Getting ball topic. is on in the air, yeah, no, I understand. The taller you are, the more chance you've got of being at it first. You could have played AFL. I would have, mate. You could have been. You I would have been bloody good too, I reckon. Yeah. Until I actually had the ball and had to kick it, <laughs> just <laughs> running around with the singlet. Right, you've you've had kick try assists. You can do this. Yeah, jeez, that give yourself some credit. That was so nerve wracking, eh? What, when you kicked that. When ball? I kicked that cross ball to Dougie at Eden Park, in the box, it went like this. Graham Henry's voice was, what the f*** are you doing? Yeah. And then, bloody genius. Bloody <laughs> genius, that is. That's what you call expressing yourself. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what happened in the box. Yeah. Uh, if it had gone wrong, I would have been in Europe 10 years earlier. Yeah, you would have. Oh, yeah, he would have got rid of me. He said, oh, that's enough. I can't handle you. You're a mental head case. And you do stupid things on a rugby field. Yeah, AFL. Tricky game. My brother played for New Zealand in AFL. Which one? Red? Yep. The, the original Clifford. Really? Yeah. You yeah. haven't answered my question. Though. Where are you taking the game? Ah, uh, Where am I taking the game? I'm going to narrow it down, and I think it has to go to a club. You're going back to that club in Saint-Tropez with Lionel Richie. <laughs> it has to go <laughs> to a club game. that um, is in the club scene. I don't think you can take a, a game of rugby to Shanghai or wherever they're going to um, because... There's no rugby there. Sure. So you've got to go where there okay, is rugby. Okay, you've got to go where rugby. Okay. So I would take it back to a place that I played a bit of rugby myself in the mighty uh, Stud Mail, Felix Mail. You're going to Toulon. Toulon. Toulon, mate. In the south of France. Would a crowd turn up to watch a super rugby game in Toulon? Oh, would it what? We'd get 22,000 there. You'd probably go to Nice, actually, and you'd get all Marseille. Marseille's got 65,000. You go to Marseille, you get 65,000 people watching it. It'd be unbelievable. It would just be magic, mate. It'd be magic. That's for you. See, this is a business venture for you. Take I did. Go. I did that. So you, when, um, we, unfortunately, when um, Jerry passed away, yeah, we organised a, a match, um, testimonial match for him, uh, the classic All Blacks mm -hmm. versus um, Toulon, and we had it at Mayo and did the haka and honoured Jerry, and all mm. the proceeds went to um, to Jerry. 
and um, and Ava and his, his, his family there. So um, that was pretty special. Mm. So yeah, we, we we did that. We put on a game there with uh, Andy Hayden and the classic All Blacks. So it's um, you know, and our and our mad mate um, Murad Bujarel. I mean, he was you know he was he was great with the whole He's thing. He, you know, he put the money up and. Uh, you know, those exhibition games are quite fun. We even had Carlos Spencer running around. How good? Yeah. Still uh, he wasn't that good. Wasn't? Nah, nah, nah. He looked good. <laughs> he does look good. But he wasn't that good. He's that player uh, for a guy who did a toffee pop set. He's really kept his six-pack. Hey, um, quick fire to finish us on the short ball today. Uh, Blues v. Bulls. Who wins? Blues. Perfect. Rebels v. Waratahs. Who wins? Tars a shite. Rebels, surely. Rebels. You Rebels just answered it, mate. I know. Sorry. One of those guys answer a question and then answer no, no. Sunwolves, Brumbies. Uh, Sunwolves. Sunwolves? You get yeah. They just got dusted by 50 points on the weekend. They'll come back, mate. They'll yeah. put their Japanese boys in there, won't they? Chiefs Crusaders in Bulavanaka Suva ANZ Stadium. I'm going Chiefs. Really? Yeah. Wow, we. I'm going Chiefs. They'll get up. Reds. Hawares. Hawares. Yeah, I love that. Hagwaris. Brisbane too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon they do, man. Hagwares, top the table. Sharks v Canes in Durban. Sharks. And finally, the Lions taking on the Stormers. Stormers had a good win in the weekend, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. Over the Landers. Yeah. Um, so Landers got a bye. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'll go Stormers. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's pretty, I, I <laughs> what a great I, show this is when you agree with me. Well, I mean, sometimes. Not all the time. What do you yeah. reckon our agree-disagree ratio is? That's not too bad. Yeah. Sometimes I agree with you just to see you move on, though. If you can accept that that's part of the agreement. That's like, um, am I going to go here? <laughs> no, don't know. That's like I that, don't know. That's Are like you? that one night stand and she just agrees. And you're sitting there going, did I do a good job? Yeah, great job. You're like, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It is. Correct me if I'm wrong. You don't want to talk about intimate relationships here? Never had one. Haven't you? No. You married? No, virgin. Are you? Yeah. You do look like that forty-year-old virgin. You battler <laughs> at home. That's been the short. Sure. Sure, wait on, wait on. We've got a few more minutes. minutes. <laughs> We've got a few more minutes. We've got a few more minutes on this little. I've got two kids. I hope I'm not a virgin. Ah, oh so well, I'm bringing just, them up as my own anyway. You're a hell of a guy, I'm mate. I'm bringing you're them a, up as my you're own. You're a hell of a guy. <laughs> Tell me, not, we're not going here. <laughs> going. What a show. You're what going. a magical show. Sign Signing off, off Sign from off. the 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a good man, mate. And, jeez, you're gracious. <laughs> Cheers, team. <laughs>